Celebrating female role models across our community, live from Williamstown High School in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on Willie High Life. Welcome everyone live from Williamstown High School in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Be Like Her live on Willie High Life. My name is June and my co-hosts today are Cleo, Connor, Lou and Vince. Our special guest today is our wonderful teacher, Hannah Erasmus. Hi Hannah, welcome to the show. Hi June, thank you for having me. Um, what uni did you go to and what uni course did you do? Um, so to be a teacher, I went to Melbourne Uni. Um, I did my master's, um, but actually before that, I went to RMIT. Um, and I study communication. So with communications, I was studying advertising, journalism, uh, PR and media. Um, so I did that first as my undergrad for a few years, but actually really hated it. I did not. I did not like it. And I started working in PR. Um, it was just awful. So I thought, what else could I do? So I thought teaching would be a fun option. Yeah. So, yes. And I went to Melbourne Uni and did that. Yeah. What a job in that field did you consider? Um, in which field? In uh, the uh, communications. Yes, communications. Yeah. Um, so I was interested in doing public relations. I think when I was younger, I watched a lot of like shows about modelling. To be honest, um, and I saw people like doing runway shows, and I just thought it was really fun to like put that on as an event. So that's what kind of inspired me to do it. And even when I was studying communications, I worked at like I did an internship at World Vision. Um, I did an internship at Melbourne International Film Festival, like putting on events, which actually really fun. Yeah. The actual events are great, um, but then the day-to-day gets a bit – it gets a little bit dull, a little bit – it kind of feels like it's not that – like you're really con- contributing to the world, like in a positive way. It's a lot of like emails. It's a lot of like creating tweets. Um, so at the end of the day, it wasn't really something that I found myself doing. But the idea behind like doing events and things I thought was really exciting. Um, I can go. What challenged you along the way of becoming the strong woman that you are today? Oh, that's a beautiful question. Um, what challenged me? I think sometimes, like especially getting into teaching, obviously it's something that, you know, you hadn't done it before before you did it. Um, you do have a bit of like self-doubt, like just thinking the idea of, oh, well, being in charge of like 25 kids that I've never met before, teenagers, like, oh gosh, what's that going to look like every day? Um, and also that worry as well, like, will they respect me? Will they listen to me? Mm. You know, Um, so I think when I was starting out, that was like a big hurdle to get around. I also thought, oh, I'm too young for this. Again, I'm a female. Maybe they won't take me seriously. That's a kind of big thing to get your head around. But I think just the more experience you do, you work on it and you realize that the kids are actually really lovely and they're on your side a lot of the time. Um, And it works out quite well. Well, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, When you're doing your uni course, did you ever think of like um, where you're going to teach, what year level you're going to teach, like any subjects? Like what did you have in mind? Um, I'd always been really interested in history and politics. So when I was in year 12, they're like my main subjects I did and literature as well. Um, I love reading, so I thought English for sure. So I always knew I wanted to be at English humanities um, would definitely be my go-to. When I tell people I'm a teacher, a lot of times they assume I'm a primary school teacher. I think as they say like a young female, they think, oh, you must love being with the little kids. Um, But I'd actually, I think I'd go crazy if I was just like with five-year-olds all day. So actually I knew I definitely wanted to do secondary teaching because I think you just can connect with the kids a lot more. They become more, not you know, best, not best friends, but um, you can definitely be more friends with them and get along with them, I think, with a secondary school. Yeah. Um, and how has it been this year, like with all the year sevens? Now? Yeah. Um, well, being very, very lucky this year, I've got my own year seven home group with a group of lovely, lovely, lovely kids. Um, I think even this year I've got some amazing in nine classes as well. Um, of course, when I started teaching in 2020, it was lockdown. 
it was the first COVID year. So it was like a lot to get my head around. Um, I was one of the only new teachers who was starting. I was one of the only very few. Um, and then in term two, bam, COVID hit. We were in lockdown and I was pretty much on my own with it. Um, and then even last year as well, we had COVID lockdown again. Um, and it was really hard to watch the kids just become so, like especially that last year's lockdown, like the kids really just became so disengaged and you could see they were really suffering. Um, and it was hard to be, you know, teacher on the other side of the screen, you know, when you could see these kids really struggling during lockdown. Um, so that was really hard. Um, but this year it's been really great, you know, to be in the classroom the whole time. I think I've got a lot of great classes. I wouldn't say I have any classes that are super, super challenging this year. I think the kids are just, you know, excited to be back in the classroom, excited to learn again. Um, so it's been a really good year. That's very interesting. Uh, how long have you been teaching at Willie High and why did you choose Willie High? Um, so this is my third year. So Williamstown High School is actually the only school I've ever taught at. Um, I chose because I knew it's an absolutely, well, it's a lovely area, number one, by the beach. Um, and Williamstown High just has a really good reputation. Um, I think the one thing that I loved about this school is their value of like really building respectful relationships and re relationship building with the teachers and students. Um, I'd been on placement at other schools um, and that teacher-student relationship wasn't really a focus at other schools. Maybe they were like very, very academic or they were really strict on behaviour. Like that was more their value. But Williamstown High School, they, yeah, they really value relationship building, which is something I really liked. Um, and at school we have like positive behaviour support as well. We have a big focus on well-being, which is something I really care about as well. Um, and then you know, the reason I've stayed, obviously the kids are great, but also the staff at Williamstown High School are absolutely lovely. Like, I feel like I really have like lifelong friends with the staff as well, which is great. It's like amazing to feel supported every day, yeah. to feel like, it feels like you come into school kind of like how you guys come like with your friends, like hanging out with the mm -hmm. staff room, like Miss Lawless mm -hmm. and I, you know, and some other the young teachers, um, Michelle Drake as well, he interviewed, like we're all pretty close friends, yeah, which is really good. nice. Yeah. So looking back to what you said earlier, so how did you like overcome those obstacles and challenges that you faced? Like that self-doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just takes time. Um, and I think the school staff as well, like just supporting you, like as well, when I first started, I was one of the only new teachers. So I was very much on my own. I didn't really have someone to lean on. But starting my second year, like Miss Lawless came, if you know Miss Wise, Miss Miss Walker, some of those other young teachers, they all showed up. Um, and just having someone similar to you who's going through the same things is really great to lean on. Like we've literally in the staff room shed tears together like it's hard and I think as a new teacher you just have to go through those hard times but um made me now it made me kind of the teacher I am now in that I wouldn't let small things get to me like if you've had me a teacher you know I'm pretty calm yeah I say yeah I say pretty you know pretty together and it's because I know that I've had this really hard time um and also I kind of thought to myself as well like if you've got a really difficult class like that it's only 48 minutes out of your day like don't let 48 minutes ruin your whole day because that's yeah. what it used to do. I used to go home and still be upset. I used to think about it all day. Oh no, I've got this really difficult class coming up. But I've just kind of learned out to block things that I can't control. Like if their behavior is going to be really, really awful um, and I've tried all the things I can, like I maybe can't control their behavior, um, but I can control how I react to it. Yeah. So that's something yeah. I learned as well. Um, yeah. When um, you were growing up, yeah. What was one of your dream jobs? And if it wasn't teaching, why did you decide to go down to teaching? My dream job. Um, I think when I was little, I always wanted to be a teacher. Like yeah. primary school, that was something I really wanted to do. I think my mum's actually was a primary school teacher as yeah. well. Um, but then when I get older, I kind of didn't really want to do teaching as much. Um, I thought I wanted to do, see, I'm very 
celebrity pop culture obsessed. <laughs> so I thought I wanted to do something maybe in like the entertainment industry. Um, I was obsessed with like Broadway musicals as well, but unfortunately I lack any talent. <laughs> so that was, that was very sad, very sad to realize. So that's why I thought like all PR being a behind the scenes could be really cool, but I ended up not liking it. Recently I've become obsessed with the idea of um, working on like sailing boats and like super yachts. I've told my slow this. <laughs> So doing like something outside. So I think if I was a teacher, I'd like to do something like more with my hands, like being one with nature. I think that sounds really exciting as well. Um, but at the end of the day, I think teaching gave me everything I wanted as well. I think it gave me, I was allowed to you know, explore my passions of like history, politics, English as well. There's so much variety in teaching. Um, and I think after lockdown, I really realized like coming to work every day, like I laugh every day at work. Like yeah. I come and I smile all day when I'm at work. It's never boring. There's so much variety. Whereas when I was in lockdown, which is basically like an office job in lockdown, because you just sat at your screen all day. Um, I realized I never smiled all day. I never laughed all day. Whereas with teaching, I come in, smile, laugh all day. Um, I do something I'm really passionate about. So yeah, I don't think I'd choose anything else now. Yeah, if you're, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on Willie High Live from Williamstown High School in Melbourne, Australia. My name is June and my co-hosts today are Cleo, Connor, Lou and Vince. And our spe special guest today is Hannah Erasmus. So um, what previous jobs did you have before teaching when you were like in high school and you were younger? Oh, so my very, very first job was Subway. I was, <laughs> a, I was a, yes, I was a sandwich artist. Yeah. So yeah, that was, it was actually pretty fun, but you gotta learn like the behind the scenes of Subway. Um, and the trick is, or the secret is, nothing is fresh. Everything comes frozen. Yeah. The chicken comes frozen. All the meat comes frozen. Actually, the veggies do come fresh, but they're probably not that fresh. Um, yeah, so that was my first job, working pretty cheap, minimum wage. Um, I was put in charge. Like, based, sometimes I was the only one who was working there. I was only, like, 18, and I was kind of running the whole subway, which is kind of cool. Um, and then after that, I moved on, and I worked at Maya in the city on that one on Burke Street, which might have been too. Um, I ended up working there all of uni. So I worked there for five years. Wow. wow. Yeah. So I worked, I started off as like working in the little Christmas department Aww. with all the bubbles and everything. Um, and then I moved to working on, um, do you know what shapewear is? Yeah. Do you know shapewear? Yeah. So shapewear is like, if you don't know, it's like stucks your tummy in and makes you kind uh -huh. of curvy uh -huh. and things. Um, so I worked in the shapewear department for a long time and kind of fitted people like if they were getting married with their wedding dress, I'd come and look for shapewear and kind of did all that. Um, but that's really good job. It was actually crazy easy. It was a lot easier than working at Subway. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, there you go. Um, in like humanities and English, what are some of the fa your favourite things that you've taught? Ooh, favourite things I've taught. Um, I love it when we do texts. So in English, I love it when we do like in year seven, we've done the bone sparrow or yeah. in year nine, we do of mice and men. Um, I just think it's really interesting like to discuss the themes of those books. Um, I also love it when we do media. Um, so especially like in year eight and nine, you do more about like issues um, and the kids, they have to like write on an issue. Um, and the reason why I like English is because you get to really know like the kids actual like views and values. So you can have some really good conversations with them about what they think on these like big political ideas, which I don't think you get in other classes. I imagine you wouldn't get that if you're maybe like a maths or science teacher, no. you wouldn't get to know the kids like that. Definitely. And yeah, and even comes up when you're studying like a text as well. Like, you know, you hear about their past experiences and they bring in that prior experience that they have to help understand the book. Um, I guess that's why I love being, yeah, English teacher. Um, and even humanities, what do we like? What do we do? What do we do this year? 
movie done? Mm. What ancient China. Oh, yeah. oh ancient China. Oh, I love ancient teaching Asia. about the foot binding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I like. I think I love teaching anything that gets the kids to have a really good like facial reaction. Mm. Yeah. Anything that kind of makes them you know squirm a little bit is always really fun. <laughs> mm. yeah. um, also, like, what advice would you have um, give to a teacher? Or, you know, um, your past self when you were, like, struggling through that time? Yeah. Um, I think just stick it out. Like, that's a big thing. Lean on the people who are going through similar experiences as you. Um, you never, like, you're never, never alone in what you're experiencing. There's someone who's done it before you. Even you're older, the teachers who are really experienced. You know, it seems really easy for them now, but they were new ones too. So even asking them for advice, like, don't be – I think at the start I was afraid to admit that maybe I was having a hard time. Yeah. Um, and I kind of kept on like, you know, a face that I wasn't, you know, struggling in some of my classes. But I wish now that I maybe yet yeah, leaned on those more experienced teachers a little bit more because they've all we've all been through it. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's something, you know, I would give to anyone, you know, just seek support. Once you hear that someone else has gone through the same thing as you, um, it makes, you know, what you're going through and how you're feeling. It just makes you feel so much better. Yeah. Um. So uh, you did a few uh, or a year or so in Korea, South Korea. Oh, yeah. How was that? Um, it was really cool. It wasn't that long. It was about a, it was about a month in South okay. Korea. Um, so it was, it was part of um, my uni degree that I did as one of our placements. We could choose to go overseas. Um, so I went to. It was called Chadwick International. Um, and it was an American school that they set up in South Korea. Um, it was amazing. The facilities they had there, it was like a full university. They kind of looked like Melbourne Uni. Wow. It was it was massive. Um, and it was interesting. It was an international school, but 90% of the kids there were Korean. So they all spoke English fluently and all the classes were in English, but still it had this huge, you know, South Korean population who was there. Um, and I don't know how much you know about like South Korean culture with education, um, but they're very, very into studying. So they'd, they'd come to school, you know, eight o'clock in the morning, school would end at four. Um, and then basically they'd go straight after what was called like a homework club where they'd go from four o'clock to like 11 o'clock at night. They would do this extra studying. They oh, love, wow. I don't know how much they love their studying, but it was just so ingrained <laughs> in them. Um, and they just respected their teachers so much. Like I came in as just like a random new student, random Australian. Um, and I gave them, them some feedback on their creative writing. And literally I came in again the next day, they changed their whole story to fit what I said. Wow. Cause, yeah. Cause they just trusted what I said so much. Yeah. They just look up to their teachers. Um, their behavior was amazing, but they were really, really nice. Um, yeah, it was a great school. It was run by the teachers who were there were American. Mm-hmm. But pretty much all American. There was a couple of Australians. Um, but even teachers there, they were so friendly with each other. And I, what I thought was really interesting, because they'd come obviously from America, South Korea, they had created their own kind of little family there. Like they all the teachers lived in one big sky rise, oh, yeah. building all together yeah. on a couple of floors. Um, and that was like basically their family because they didn't know anyone else. And they just had this such like strong community. And Americans, they're so extroverted and out there. <laughs> like it was, they had really fun energy to be around. That's amazing. Yeah, I really enjoyed That's- it. I, it's I think I could see myself kind of doing again, yeah. like teaching overseas yeah. like that. Yeah. Did you ever think that you would like go overseas and like teach for a longer period of time? time. It's something that I would like to do. I think it's logistically, it's just a lot to set up. You know, you've got to put in the effort to kind of, you know, interview, get it all together. Um, I know a lot of teachers who were there, they had also um, worked overseas in Spain which sounded really cool as well. So it's something that it would be amazing to do. But I think it's as well, like, you got to think, oh, I've got to leave my family, got to leave my friends. Um, but it's something that I would like to do and it's probably something I should think about, 
like doing sooner rather than later because I think sometimes time passes you by and you think oh, I wish yeah. I should have done that when I could have mm. you know especially now after you know our COVID times you want to kind of embrace it and do those things yeah yeah so what would you say to all those aspiring to be teachers what would I say um it's definitely worth it I think if you are if you enjoy being around people um if you're passionate about like your subjects as well like say you're really passionate about maths or science or humanities um it's a great way to explore that because you get to learn you know every time every time you teach something new like I knew nothing I'll be honest I knew nothing about ancient China okay before I taught it never thought about ancient China that much um but now I know so much about ancient China and it's like really fascinating to learn I'll be honest as well didn't know much about food insecurity now I know a lot and it's actually really interesting. So if you have like passions in your subject, it's a great thing to do because you get to explore it all the time. Um, great variety. Um, I think it's a really great career option for someone who likes being around people. Yeah. Uh, uh, who were your role models when you grew up? My role models when I grew up? Mm. Um, I'm not someone probably, I wouldn't say, I know some people come teachers because they had teachers that they really looked up to. I mean, honest, my school that I went to, it was quite strict. It was very, very strict. It was very into like getting the best ATAR score you had. So the school wasn't really built on relationship building. So not that my teachers weren't great, but I probably wouldn't go to my teachers. Um, I probably think honestly my older sister is someone who I always really looked up to. She was always like very confident in herself. I very much like followed in her footsteps. I did a lot of the subjects she did, a lot of her passion. She was very cool. Like she was yeah. in year seven and was like this real, do you know what an emo is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Emo is like a really cool term when we were younger. Um, but she was like, yeah, really into like rock music, this emo music from yeah, really young, like year seven. And she kind of passed it on to me. So I just thought she was like the coolest person. <laughs> so a lot of things that she did, like I kind of followed in her footpath. Um, like she was like my go-to person if I went anywhere because I used to be like quite nervous and shy as a child. So having her as a support was really great. So I kind of, yeah, looked at what she's even, even what she's doing now I think is really cool. Now she works at um Channel 10. Yeah. And she like does all the, yeah, advertising for Channel 10 and she gets to like take people out on these big lunches. Wow. And she's just so, yeah, she's so extroverted. She's just like really cool. So I just always kind of think, what, look at what she's doing, what she thinks and try to be like her. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to your past a bit, back in like primary school, sort of high school, how was it for you? Did you struggle a lot or did you yeah. actually quite enjoy it? Um, I think I did enjoy it. My school, yeah, like I said, my school is very different to this school. So I went to an all-girls school. Um, it was in Essendon. It was very, very, yeah, academically focused. So we from year seven had exams straight away. Um, wow. Like you know how you guys have your cats or you have a project you're working on. We never had anything like that. We only had exams. Everything we learned in class was like, is this going to be on the exam? Is it going to be on the exam? Um, there was a lot of pressure put on all of us, like studying and work and getting the best scores. So sometimes I look back and think, oh, like I really didn't need to be that stressed as a 13-year-old. Yeah, I kind of wasted exactly. some of my, you know, carefree time that I should have had yeah um but even yeah even my parents probably put a lot of pressure on me I remember when I was in year eight I got like 50% on a maths exam and I was terrified to tell my parents and I told them and they literally this is how strict they were they said you know Hannah you're gonna work at McDonald's for the rest of your life now because you got 50% on your year eight exam this is how intense they were and I believed it I thought oh my goodness I'm you know don't have any, you know, future prospects. So I got, you know, didn't go yeah. get great on this maths exam. Even though I studied really hard for it, sometimes you're just not, yeah. you know, some units are a little bit tricky. Yeah. Um, so sometimes at school there was, yeah, a bit of pressure. Um, but I think at the end of the day it gave me a really good work habits, yeah. you know. I became motivated a bit more. Um, 
but good side of school we did a lot of sport like my school was really yeah. into like sports excellence as well so we had to play Saturday morning sport every single Saturday for our school wow. oh wow had to be on the bus sometimes at like 7 a.m to drive all the way to Geelong um but in the end that was kind of like the best thing because it means like because you had to do the sport um means that everyone was pretty involved so I got to play like volleyball netball soccer tennis I did as well so that was always looking back that's always like a highlight because that's something when you get older you don't have that community sport anymore those kind of games that you play and something that you miss out on a little bit and um I also remember back in class one time you telling us about how you played volleyball like Uh, you know um and you went to the next level of it um tell us a bit about that yeah I'm concerned I may have (laughs) over-exaggerated with my volleyball skills. Uh, But we did, yeah. I was in the – for my school, I was in, like, the top volleyball team and we went to um, national. So it started when I was in year seven and we used to play Saturday morning and Friday night. Oh, wow. Yeah, we used to play Friday night after school as well. Um, And then at the end of each year, we'd go to Geelong for this, like, week-long tournament um, Mm. of these nationals. And it was, like, looking back again, it was the best thing that I did at school. It was just so fun. Um, And there's two girls on my team now who they went to university in America and they played. They got full scholarships for volleyball in America um, at their college. And now one girl, she's literally – no, they both are. They literally married Americans and they're, like, living in America in this new life all because of their volleyball. Yeah. Could have been me. But, <laughs> but no. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. That's all we have time for today. Thank you to our guest, Hannah. Thank you. Um, it's been great talking to you today. Live from Williamstown High School in Melbourne, Australia, you've been listening to Be Like Her live on Willie High Live. My name is June and my co-hosts today were Cleo, Connor and Lou and Vince. Uh, thank you for joining us. We hope you found this information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. Celebrating female role models across our community, live from Williamson High School in Melbourne, Australia, you're listening to Be Like Her Live on Willie High Live.